Welcome to the State Insurance Cares Podcast with your host, Blake Chapman of State Insurance USA, located in Fort Myers and Estera, Florida. Welcome to the State Insurance Cares Podcast. I'm Gail Langner, and I'm on the agency relations team here at State Insurance USA. Um, I'd like you to know we actually created State Insurance Cares a couple of years ago with the purpose of donating to a different local charity each month. And we actually have a recipient of one of those charities here with us today, Sally Sennett and Glenn Carver from Wings of Shelter. And Sally and Glenn, thank you so much for being on our uh, guests on our podcast today. We really, really appreciate that. Thank you for having us. It's It's an honor to be on with you. Yes, we're excited to be able to talk with you today. Well, it was an honor meeting you, and so we're so happy to have you on. We really are. Would you would you do us a favor? Just please tell our listeners what Wings of Shelter actually does. Uh, what we do is we operate um, CSECT, which that stands for Commercially Sexually Exploited Children. We operate CSECT safe houses um, for minor females who have been rescued out of human trafficking and we focus on long-term rehabilitation. Uh, so our, our license is with um, the Department of Children and Families in the state of Florida, but we're also vetted with the FBI and with Homeland Security as a safe harbor witness protection safe house as well. Well, I can tell you that Blake and I were very impressed uh, when when we spoke with you, Sally, and 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 your husband and we just couldn't i mean we i was fla- actually flabbergasted for i can't even tell you how long it 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 was almost like i was being naive about what happens um with sex trafficking i don't know if we just think it happens in some foreign country or whatever but um I, you know, I was just, like I said, I was, I was flabbergasted and I know Blake really was too. We were actually amazed at the story of how Wings of Shelter got its start. And I'm sure our listeners would love to know more um, if you could just share about how you got started. Absolutely. I would love to. So it goes way back um, many years ago, 25, 30 years ago. When Lowell and I uh, were Christian missionaries, went overseas, and we discovered the plight of children being sold uh, as slaves into sex industry uh, throughout uh, Nairobi, Kenya, Romania, Sudan, and a lot of other countries that we traveled into. So we decided that we wanted to help start a safe house in Timisoara, Romania, where it was being exploited by the hundreds of thousands of children. And we did just that. We started, first of all, in Timisoara, Romania, and built a four-story home that could contain 48 children at a time. And uh, we learned a lot about the uh, trafficking industry. We learned a lot about uh, the way it worked through Eastern Europe through the Balkan Trail, and then selling little children into Western Europe and America. And it became so exaggerated that it became the fastest growing crime in the world and remains the fastest growing in the world today. So we're talking about slavery that is bigger than in the entire transatlantic slavery era. We have more slaves today than at that time. 
And Lo and I said, what can we do about this in America? When we came back from our mission trip, um, we said, we're going to relax. We're going to play golf and probably retire now that we've done this, uh, been there, have a t-shirt about it. And uh, we saw an MSNBC special that it showed how pronounced little American girls were being sold into trafficking. And we were shocked. We too thought it was an international problem, had no guess that it was right here in our own backyards in the United States. So we decided that we would start a safe house and we were the chief cook and bottle washers and the caregivers in that safe house for a year and a half. And we learned what these uh, little child victims needed to help them get past their trauma, actually complex trauma. They came usually with post-traumatic stress disorder like victims of war. And we took them through education, through counseling, through rehabilitation and just loving on them and uh, giving them a new experience in life. They begin to change their own self-identities from being victims to being overcomers and then leaders in our community. So I had a little girl call me yesterday. She's 28 years old, her birthday's happening on the 18th. And she was one of the first little girls through our program. So we've been operating 14 years now in Southwest Florida, and we have two houses now. And so we are very touched by the um, very impressive rehabilitation successes we've seen in these young girls. Well, I know that Blake and I were certainly impressed. We, we just couldn't believe um, the kind of work that you're doing. And we're just, we're overcome really um, with, with what you do. Let me ask you this, Glenn. What do you think one thing would be that you think our listeners maybe would like to know about your organization that maybe they wouldn't know otherwise? Um, great question. And uh, the answer to that is uh, Lowell and Sally's experience and knowledge uh, is beyond, um, you get a taste of it. It's beyond what you can fathom. And as a result of that, um, I, I'm privileged to be part of this team, but one of the things that we really love doing and it is a passion in addition to running the safe houses is training, is, is bringing that knowledge and experience to others, um, both agencies that are interested in starting safe houses, as well as just to the general public through doing training in organizations and churches uh, in different places where we can help bring awareness to the depth and the reality of this crime and, and where it's happening and how much it's happening, as well as help bring prevention through people just being aware and being able to be uh, spot things that they wouldn't necessarily uh, have ever thought of before. Um, and as a result of that, um, we've seen that make a difference. Um, uh, Sally tells a, a great story. I don't want to steal her thunder, but she tells an incredible story of being able to do training uh, in a in, with a junior in a junior high setting, and having an 11 year old boy who contacted her and said, "I think one of my friends is being trafficked," 
And Sally asked her, why do you think that? And he went through some of the things that she had shared in that training that he had spotted with this young girl. And as a result, Sally got a hold of the authorities. They went into that, that school and they rescued five uh, young girls, uh, 13 years old, uh, who had, were being trafficked. Uh, out of out of that school, and we're you know we're going home every day. We're you know we're we're seemingly normal kids, but we're in a, a horrific situation. And because an 11 year old boy spotted the signs that they were trained on, um, he was able to help make a difference. Did you ever let that 11 year old boy know what a difference he made, or did you ever get back with him, Sally? Absolutely, we did. We praised him. We gave him a certificate of bravery for making the report. And uh, we suggested with a teacher at that very school, just a local school in Lake County, very small middle school, that uh, she start a little club for children who want to learn more about uh, how they can avoid being trafficked and what are the signs of trafficking and helping maybe a classmate report what's happening to them. So we worked that all the way through to start a small program there for the children so they become aware as well. So there's teachings that we do uh, at age appropriate level on becoming aware, keeping yourself safe and helping others report. Well, let me ask you this. Our listeners right now, I'm sure, are wondering, how can they get in touch with you? How can they help? Maybe how can they find a way for you to come and speak? What what would you suggest um, they do? Um, the best thing they can do is uh, email us, and they can email me directly uh, at gcarver.shelter at gmail.com. Or they can uh, email Wings of Shelter at AOL.com and uh, just let us know kind of uh, what their interest is in terms of, of terms of that, and we'll call them and and get in touch with them about setting up training. We're ha- we love doing training, um, and that can be churches, organizations, whatever it might be. Um, we're we're happy to do that. We also, um, you know, they can volunteer uh, in some in some cases, um, and we'll talk to them about specifics of that. Uh, but then another big part of that is really quite honestly, um, through fundraising or donations, 45% of our operating budget comes as a result of individual donors and, um, grants and organizations that donate to us. So, uh, they can, you know, that's a, that's a big part of, of what we need to keep, keep operating and keep doing what we're doing. Well, we were really honored to have State Insurance Cares be one of the people that were able to donate money to you. And we hope that through this podcast, we can get the word out even more. And so we so appreciate what you're doing completely. Um, Thank you so much for being on our podcast today to to tell us everything that you do. We, We truly appreciate it. We appreciate you as well. And thank you again so much for this opportunity to share this information. Absolutely. We'll get the word out for sure. Thank you so much, Gail. Thanks, Glenn. 
Well, thank you everybody for listening today on our next podcast. We're anxious to bring you a story of another local charity that we've donated to and what they are doing to help our community. And if you'd like a complete list of charities um, that have been impacted so far by State Insurance Cares, just go to our website at www.stateinsuranceusa.com. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to the State Insurance Cares podcast. To learn more about State Insurance USA, go to www.stateinsuranceusa.com or call 239-567-9992.